This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Alchemize Life podcast. And oh my goodness, we just released the episode of episodes of big announcements and sad, hard goodbyes. And the response in my DMs of celebration have been just really special. And I just appreciate so much the support and want to just leave the little reminder for all of you. I know that I shared about this in the Going There episode where I announced that we are retiring the podcast this month, but just a reminder that like your heart knows and you will be supported and like any fear that you have around what people may think or anything outside of you, like remember that when you act in accordance with your heart and you trust yourself and you have faith in the knowing that you have inside of you and act upon it, you will be received with love and anything beneath that is not a reflection of you. And so trust yourself, trust, 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 trust yourself and follow your heart as cheesy as it freaking sounds. The shit works. It works. Okay, so I'm so excited for today's episode with the beautiful Angeline Parker. She is a past AOB grad. I absolutely adore her. It's so funny because at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, Angeline has been in my community for like years. And I found out that she did AOB earlier this year. I'm like, we have known each other for lifetimes then because it does not feel like you only came into AOB this year because... When I interact with Angeline, having her in my spaces, seeing the way that she teaches and how she shows up, I'm like, well, you are literally a walking, talking testimonial for the power of this work. So naturally, I had to have her come on the podcast and share her beautiful lights and her experience inside of the Academy of Breath because we're opening the doors to our 10th our 10th round. Oh my goodness. Our 10th round. The doors are opening in September at the end of the month and we start officially on October 5th. This is going to be our final round of 2023. And because it's our 10th round, you know that your girl is doing some real special stuff for you. I've already kind of dropped a hint, but we are definitely doing something in person to celebrate at the end of this year for all of our AOB alum because 10 cohorts is a big freaking deal. Over 500 people certified is a big big freaking deal. And I just feel so grateful, like literally every day for this community. I feel like the luckiest woman alive. And so if you're not a part of the AOB family yet, definitely join us for this round of AOB because it's going to be nothing short of magical. 12-week breathwork and meditation certification program. We bridge the gap between science and spirituality. So you're learning where 
these yogic practices of pranayama come from and why we practice them on a spiritual and energetic level. But we also are rooting it in science so that you can speak to it and articulate it to a wide audience of people and for yourself also be able to grasp like, what is going on in my mind? Why do I feel this good? Why am I shifting so quickly? Why are all of these amazing things coming into my life? Like, what's so cool is that we have science to back and explain all of the epic shit that yogis have known for years in practicing breath work. So we talk about both sides of the spectrum. We also equip you with everything that you need to get your wellness business started. It really is the ultimate bundle of science, spirituality, and business expertise so that you feel ready to share your gifts and make an impact on the world and an income while you're doing it. So October 5th is when we officially start. So make sure that you have that calendar or that date on your calendar so that you can make all of the adjustments necessary to get your booty inside. Enrollment opens at the end of the month. So I'm going to leave a link inside of the show notes for you to sign up for the waitlist, and you'll be the first to find out. It's going to be so much fun. We have some live events happening this month, a huge masterclass, a business boot camp. I mean, the party is getting started and I would love to have you in all of the things. So make sure to go to the show notes and enjoy this conversation with Angeline. She is my favorite, favorite, favorite soul sister, AOB alum, all of the ways in which you can connect to her are linked in the show notes as well. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode with Miss Angeline Parker. Angeline Faith Parker. Welcome to the Alchemized Life podcast. I am so excited to have you here. And before I even let you start talking, I have things that I have to say because having you in not just the AOB world, because I have had the gift of supporting you in my business programs as well. And I have to say that every time that I see you sign up for anything that I create, I just feel such an overwhelming sense of gratitude because you are honest. And I think I've said this to you before. I'm like, you're one of the real ones. Like you show up, you take action, you have moved forward. And it's funny in such faith in your vision and your desire and your passion. And I have gotten to see you and really witnessed you over, gosh, it's been over a year now, I think of just blossoming into you were already such a powerful presence but so much of your work with meditation and breath work and movement has really just like elevated your energy your presence your aura and it is just such a gift to support you. It's such a gift to even have the space today to connect with you and learn more about your work and just pick your brain. And I just have to say, like, I just am so grateful that the internet brought us together and that you were a part of the Academy of Breath and have been in my world. And I've gotten to get gotten to know you over all of these different moments where we've been able to connect because you are truly such a gift to this world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for being part of my life. Thank you. I can't, the sentiment is reflected right back. I can so grateful every day and it is because of you and the work that you shared that has allowed me to step into 
the person I really am and really embrace the power that I do have and the gifts I have to share and giving me the courage to just step into all of that and become who I'm meant to be. So thank you. Mm, yeah, it's been so fun. And I'm so curious. I want to know, like, how did you even get into this work? How did you find yoga and these practices and get to the point of, I want to teach other people how to do this. I want to teach other people how to feel this way. What was your journey of, of getting to that point even? Well, so interesting enough, I didn't find yoga until my early to mid thirties. And I found it at a point in time in my life where I just was so stressed in every area of my life. And I remember I had, I lived in a house that had this little bathroom off of the kitchen and I sat in this bathroom and locked myself in. And I was like, holy cow, like just taking a couple of deep breaths without like, you know, I always had gone back to my breath to recenter and opened up this, you know, like citywide publication and open it up to like this brand new yoga studio opening and come check out a class. And so I literally called the studio owner. We got on the phone. I went to a class that day. I left class and it was like every single, like these parts in my brain were firing and I just felt like this release and just like I was finally like arrived and was able to move my body in ways that just felt so authentic. And I felt embodied for the first time, you know, I felt myself in my body for the first time in probably since I was 17 years old. So it just felt really awesome. I knew pretty quickly that I wanted to become a yoga teacher. And the owner of the studio recommended me to my first 200 hours. So I went through my first 200 hour teacher training, like before I had barely been in the practice for a year. And just knew I wanted to always help heal people and felt that yoga was definitely one of the ways that I wanted to do that. And through uh, my first initial 200 hour TT, I was introduced to pranayama and meditation. And I have to say that was like the least favorite part of my practice initially. It was really like the asana and moving. And I think it was because I was just, like I said, getting used to being in my body again after such a long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, I needed to be able to settle into myself before I was able to really lean into the magic of breath work and meditation. And then continued teaching for a few years. And then I have two daughters and life happens. And so I got out of teaching for a while, but then this past year I did my advanced 500 hour teaching certification with one of my favorite teachers. And through that is when I really settled in and like the breath work and meditation all of a sudden just clicked and it felt different in my body. And for our final project, we had to pick a topic and we had free reign. And for some reason, it was Donna Fari wrote this book called Breath. And her that book just, it was my one of my favorite books I read. It just somehow clicked and it just really brought up a bunch of stuff that really needed to be brought up. And it just really felt good. And it just always rang in my head. And so final project, I decided to do breath work and meditation. And that's actually how I found you. And, and then I tried to get into the December and the 
December cohort, or maybe it was February. I don't know. It was one of those two and it was already sold out. And so I did the one in February and here we are. And I just feel like the breath work and meditation has just given me the missing component because I still want to share healing with the world. And I felt like yoga was always part of it, but it just felt like I was missing more. I wanted to offer more, like for me to share the healing experience I want to offer. It's, it's embodying all of that, the yoga, the breath work, the meditation, the different ways to move the energy through the body and identify areas that need to be, and, you know, the practices to help heal them. And that's how I found you. And here I am. It was not this February though. It was last February, right? Because I'm like, you've been, unless we've, our souls have just known each other for lifetimes and lifetimes, you've been in my world for a while. <laughs> I, so I just, it was the February, 2020 that I did, that I started the, I just completed in April of 2023 with you for, through the AOB, but you and I have been conducted on social media for a bit longer than that, but not unfortunately like not a couple of years but I do feel like our souls do know each other if that makes you feel better because you know. I'm yeah I'm losing my mind right now I'm like we have been connected there's no there's no way <laughs> okay okay well I am totally kind of like awestruck right now because I'm like Angeline we've known each other we we've been we've been connected we have been walking a path together and I feel like yes even just hearing your story of finding yoga and just knowing, like knowing the moment that you experienced it, like this is a part of my medicine. This is a part of my magic. This is something that I want to be able to share with other people. And this is the type of healing that I know I'm meant for. I had that same exact experience where I literally was like, oh my goodness, how do I make people feel this good? Because I feel so amazing and you know I totally understand what you're talking about with the like breath work and meditation you maybe not being totally ready for that aspect of yoga yet because and I think a lot of people miss this sometimes that if we are moving throughout our life for years or decades even and have never really been in the body being in a breathwork and meditation practice can feel intense. It can bring up a lot, you know? I mean, you know just as well as I do that in this practice, like what is meant to come to the surface is going to arise. And if we are not in a position or don't have the capacity to experience it or refeel whatever is coming to the surface, then it can be really intense and very like, very confronting even. And so I'm so happy that even if it didn't necessarily stick the first time with practice and with just devotion to your own movement practice, you were able to settle into your body in a way that allowed for you to come back to these tools. Yes. And I'm almost grateful that it did because it wasn't, you know, being in the yoga world, like breath work and meditation is already an integral part of it. And it was almost like, you know, in your 200 hours, or tea, you know, you don't have enough time to dive into all aspects of all things. And there's so many things and so many different avenues to explore. And what really struck me different was all the different ways 
that you can meditate and all different ways that you can breathe. There aren't just, you know, your, you know, your equal ratio and, you know, your Kambalabhati, like there's so many different ways to move it and different ways to move it together and string it together and all can create different experiences is what is what I needed. Like just sitting still and, you know, a stillness meditation is still a struggle. I like, you know, I like a mantra or a visualization, like give my brain something to distract itself with still. Mm -hmm. So I can find that stillness and hear what I need to hear and feel what I need to feel that day. Yeah, totally. What would you say, because I know that you work with so many people through your classes, what would you say for somebody who has struggled with a meditation practice and maybe has that same experience of not being able to find stillness or being very uncomfortable in the moments leading up to stillness in the practice? How would you like, what advice would you give that person? advise them to explore the different types of meditation practices that are available to them. So like I said, the mantra meditation, just giving, you know, having something, a mantra to settle into your energy to focus on and you to come back to transcendental meditation is one of my favorites. You have a binaural beat that's set to a certain frequency that's going to align you with a certain energy. And, you know, you, it just allows need to let the thoughts completely go. So there's all sorts of different ways to accomplish a meditation. You know, you can, a walking meditation, I think one of the most powerful and overlooked ones, you know, just going out and just allowing yourself to experience what's going on around you. And the stillness of, you know, not necessarily the body, but the mind at that point, that's what's most important. So just discovering and exploring different ways that you can experience those things is my best advice to you. There's tons of different ways to go about it. And that was one of the things that I just needed to find was all the different ways to go about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Especially the walking meditation for somebody who maybe is a little bit more active. You know, I feel like a lot of my friends that have really busy jobs where, you know, they're on their computer for eight hours a day or longer, or they're flying across the country to meet with clients. They, their life is so busy that the dichotomy of being still closing your eyes, doing nothing at all, like I said, can be really confronting. And so even as simple as like you mentioned, like putting your phone down and going for a walk and like being very present with your five senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you taste? What is, what, what can you touch even in your environment around you? I think that can be so powerful. Like you said, to just give the mind something to do. Yes. Yes. Other than think, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's all these embodying practices that are just so powerful. I know so many people that just don't know how to feel in their body. You know, they can feel the emotions of the emotion, but they can't like feel their body. They can't feel into their body. And uh, it's really, that's the power and magic of these practices is you just realize the magic that already is in us when we just allow ourselves to sit and listen. Yeah. 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 I think 
even today, I was in the sauna before jumping on this call and I was in the sauna. I closed my eyes. I started to breathe. And then I had an uncomfortable emotion come up. And instantly I opened my eyes and I went to like grab my book to start reading my book. And I was like, wait a second, hold on. There's the distraction. There's the piece where the moment that something uncomfortable comes up, I open my eyes and I don't want to be there anymore. And so it's a discipline, right? Of being in the body when you've spent so long not being in the body or only operating in the mind. And so I'm curious for you what your process is when uncomfortable emotions or sensations or, you know, even memories, I think sometimes too, because again, like I said earlier, when we're meditating and we haven't been in stillness and we have things that have been stored inside of us for so long, the nervous system wants to work work out and work through those things by releasing them. And that can come in the form of memories reappearing, again, emotion, sensation. So how how do you guide yourself through that process when discomfort comes up? Because I think that this is something that a lot of people struggle with and why we feel stuck or stagnant in our growth. I agree 100%. And what I find works for me is it's environmental. So sometimes, you know, you you can't help when these feelings or emotions come up. So like if I'm out in public, like in in a situation where I can like take myself away and go like what I would love my process to be available, I will definitely come back to like an equal ratio of breathing and a couple minutes just to close my eyes. And again, like it's my favorite thing because you can do it. Nobody knows. And it's an awesome nervous system reset. Then what I do is I also like, you know, I've found that those are my greatest teachers are those uncomfortable discomfort feelings that come up or situations, or maybe it's an individual I have to deal with in life. You know, it all depends, but I, I not I, breath work and meditation is what I do. It's my practice. It's what I step into. It's what I use to through pretty much everything. If I have, if I have a discomfort feeling, oftentimes it comes up when I'm moving my body in like a yoga class. And then what I'm able to do is come home and, you know, depending on what the emotion is, if it's like a, you know, reliving a trauma from the past, or maybe it's, you know, just a discomfort or a uncomfortable conversation you have to have or whatever it may be, you know, I can find the breath work and meditation practice that will best suit to just level me out from where I'm at. And, you know, that's what I love about these practices is there's literally so many to choose from that can meet you anywhere you're at, whether it be your, you know, physical setting or any mental or emotional setting too, you can customize for that moment for that discomfort and figure out how you can best work through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's what I do. I incorporate only the movement, meditation, breath, all into how I work through and deal with all the discomfort in life. Yeah. I think that, you know, like you said, like the, the ability to customize what it is exactly that you need to work through what, whatever it is that's come up is so powerful because, you know, working through a feeling of sadness is going to be different than working through a feeling of anger or, when you feel really good, amplifying that feeling is going to look and feel different than 
the days when you're more tired. And if you have a whole tool belt of different practices and techniques that can support you with that. And I'm sure also that you've been able to hand over to your clients or your students in classes. It allows for us to really meet the moment with so much grace. And it's not even bypassing it, bypassing the feeling. It's it's like the integration of the feeling, the energy that is tied to the feeling. And rather than letting it sit or stay stuck moving it. And I think that that's like the most powerful thing that we often forget about emotion and we forget about energy itself is that like emotion is energy in motion. And when we don't let ourselves feel it and work with it, that energy gets stuck in the body and it ends up in some ways either turning into a pattern in the mind or in the body. And those patterns either positively or negatively impact how we show up, how we act, how we think. And so even though it can be uncomfortable to allow ourselves to feel it, or at least even what I've experienced in the past is like inconvenient to feel it if I am busy or I want to do something or, you know, I'm going to go teach a class. It's inconvenient for me to feel this thing. But the reality is, I think I forgot exactly what the number is. I think it's 90 seconds. An emotion can exist for about 90 seconds. So if you let yourself feel it fully, it will likely, and you don't hold on to it or don't create a story around it, the emotion and the sensation itself will move out of the body within 90 seconds and you'll feel clear and you'll create space. It's only if we don't feel it or we assign a story to it or we ruminate on it that it ends up either getting bigger or staying stuck. And so I think that it's so funny because I haven't thought of that in a while, but I remember I always used to tell myself that whenever an emotion would come up and I'd be like, no, this is inconvenient. I'm like, no, 90 seconds, just be with it for 90 seconds. And it's so powerful. It really is. I find, I see it so true in, in everyday life, just where, you know, it, it's uncomfortable to be discomfort to be in a state of discomfort sometimes. And like, sometimes emotions are like the joy of your life. And sometimes it, they are the bane of your existence, but they're all just as beautiful and powerful as the next. And that's what I love is, especially when you start to embody and go through these practices, you are able to identify the emotions and you feel more confident in allowing yourself to feel that emotion and that you are able to work through that emotion. I think sometimes, especially for me, if I'm, you know, looking back, you know, when I like, you know, you have so much happening in the background of your life that, you know, that one event that created that emotion and now like, you know, two seconds into this emotion, you created this whole entire overdramatic story in your body and your mind. And now you're overreacting to the whole entire thing where, you know, over time, when you learn to just identify like, okay, I'm ha- like, this is like a moment I need to just take a breath. I need to close my eyes. I need to just let it pass. I need to feel what it feels and like either let it go, or maybe I need to sit and move through it. But it's, it's, that's the power of these practices is just learning how to sit with those moments of discomfort and having the confidence to work through them. Yeah. 
It's so, it's so powerful. So I want to switch gears a little bit and I'd love to hear since joining the Academy of Breath and really like bringing breathwork and meditation first and foremost into your own personal life experience, but then also into your classes and your work. How have things shifted for you? So I so have you ask this question. I have a quote that's been magnet or, you know, on my refrigerator for years now. And it is set a goal so big that you can't achieve it until you've grown into the person that can. Mm. And that is what I have achieved with the Academy of Breath is it has given me that that ability to feel the person that I'm meant to be and the courage to step out to be the person I'm meant to be. And, and it is because of the practices that, you know, and just the way that we work through everything in AOB, it just really, you know, it's just so powerful. It's so transformative and it just has provided so much growth in all areas of my life that it's hard to sum up the the beauty and the magic that and all how grateful I am to have been able to go through it and to continue on and see what we can do. You know, it's just powerful and amazing. And I'm so grateful. Mm, that makes me so happy. What, what, was there something or anything that surprised you either that you learned about yourself through the program or about the program itself? The program itself, I would say what I was most, I don't want to say surprised with, but like, I loved the, how I didn't ever feel like I was just a person. I felt like I personally knew and had a relationship with you and Lexi the entire time. I felt like you were both so accessible and so willing to share and just create this beautiful community and support it in the way that allows us to really settle into and explore, you know, how we can best share everything that we're getting from you guys with the world. That's, I think, what I'm most grateful for and most probably surprised me, if anything. And then practices that I enjoyed the most that had the most impact on me were, I, I would say like Chandra Betty was one that I did not explore. Pre has probably had the most impact on my life in that I feel like what it gave to me was that settling of my nervous system. I had spent like 23 years in the mortgage industry and was laid off last August. And so like, you know, I feel like my nervous system was just always go, 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 produce, produce, produce. And when I was able to take time away, that's what I feel like the practice I leaned into the most that had the most impact on allowing me to step into the softer side. And through that, I really was able to realize and step into the power that I already had existing inside of me. I just, you know, that's what that practice allowed me to do is embody myself fully, regulate my nervous system to where I was able to realize and step into everything that we see today. Mm. Oh, 
I love you. I'm so grateful that you got to go through this experience. And, you know, it's such a testament, though, to you showing up and deciding, like, I'm going to be devoted to this and I'm going to show up for myself, for these practices, for this work and really see what type of magic can come from me taking this seriously and not just treating it as another program or treating it as another course, but letting it actually be a teacher for you. And, and when I say like a teacher for you, I mean the practices themselves, not even like the Academy of Breath, but like letting these practices teach you and show you and expose you to yourself and to your heart and to who you're becoming and who you who you've already created out of the last several months outside of the program. And it's so incredible to see and to witness. And I love that you said that Chandra Betty was like the gateway for you because especially for those of us that come from those really like high intensity environments and I can only imagine in the mortgage industry buying my house last year was so freaking stressful during that period of time and so I can only imagine when you are not just one person going through the process but you're supporting many people through the process that it is an intense energy to be in and you know, for so many of us that are in those intense environments and, you know, even business owners that have been go, go, go and hustling to build their businesses. Or, you know, I know we talked about this before we hit record, but moms that are pouring into their kids and then are stepping away or not stepping away, but reaching different points in time and seasons of motherhood and having to kind of reconcile who am I and how do I like what do I do with my hands now that my kids don't necessarily need me as much as they once did and anyways these intense environments sometimes we're addicted to the high of like very arousing practices and when I say arousing for everybody listening I don't mean like sexually arousing although yes that can happen when you're doing bondo work but more so just like that, like that creates the 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 high energy and like this, the sympathetic arousal in our system, we become addicted to that. And so then we when we a lot of people will seek out practices that create that same sensational experience like Bastrika, Kapalabhati, you know, in other breathwork certifications or our, our advanced training, we teach um, Tumo and circular breath and two-part breath. And so these more advanced, excuse me, these more arousing practices are sometimes what people from intense environments will go for and reach for first because it continues to mimic that same response of their nervous system. But you understood how powerful it was to actually do the exact opposite and bring in those more calming practices and expose your nervous system to a new way of being and really repattern that so that your system feels safe. And what happens when your system feels safe, you can actually have that wider perspective and ask yourself those questions of who do I want to be and where do I want to go and what do I want to do with my life? And so I think that you're such a testament to even though sometimes it can be the like sparkly fun, like very high sensation practices that we think are like doing the big work, but oftentimes it's the exact opposite and that our system actually needs the more calming practices in order to be able to even reveal the answers that we're seeking. So true. So true. Yep. Couldn't agree more. So I know that you're revealing 
your next season iteration of your business. Can you just share a little bit about that? Because I think by this time, everything will, by the time this episode is is out, everything will be up and running. So can you just share with everybody what's going on in your world? Yes. Yes, I should have. I'm so excited. So for graduated, I knew I wanted to start my own company. And so just this morning, I received my notification from the state that I am approved to conduct my business. So and Faith LLC was just open today. And what I'm going to offer is, you know, use of all my background, the yoga, the meditation, the breath work, energy movement, and offer all sorts of ways that that works together to help heal and help regulate the nervous system and just let everyone kind of settle in and embody themselves and see all the magic healing work that happens when that is able to be done. So I'm so excited. Me too. Congratulations. It's such a big deal. And again, I just like, I want to celebrate you because you decided to go all in on this work. You were through going all in revealed your next steps and then actually had the courage to go out there and make it happen. And I mean, you literally graduated a couple months ago and already have your business up and running, ready to go different ways for people to work with you. And so I just think it's, it's again, just such a testament to what can happen and also how quickly things can happen when you just decide to go all in on yourself and and do this work to the fullest of your ability. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. And again, like, thank you for everything because you are an integral part of this all happening. And, you know, you have, you're such a gift and you're such a source of inspiration and you really just allow me to feel like fearless. Like, you know, like I have this bright, big energy and light to shine. And, you know, I feel like that's probably what brought us together is we're both that big beaming light and just have so much to share. And because you have shared your light, I'm able to use it to help build my And Thank you. I'm so grateful. Well, thank you so much. That is like so received in the very depths of my bones because you know, oftentimes doing this work, we don't always get feedback from everybody of the experiences that they're having, even if their experiences are incredibly profound. And so to just like have this moment of connection with you means the world to me and just reminds me of like how powerful this work is. And, you know, I think also just like the testament of when we go out there and shine our lights, like it will attract the people and it will create a ripple effect. And I think sometimes we can forget that as business owners. And when we have like, yeah, when we have these big goals that we, that we set for ourselves and we're so focused on it, sometimes it's easy to forget that there's like so much that's already happened and so much impact that we're already making. So I just appreciate you so much. And I'm just so grateful that our paths crossed and I'm so excited to be able to support you. Can you share for everybody that's listening where they can follow you, where they can find you and how they can get in touch? Sure, absolutely. So my Instagram and Facebook page 
page will be Angeline Faith LLC. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, I will be active on social media and you can find me that way. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Mm, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Ava. Really, I'm so grateful. And you've changed my life in the most beautiful and powerful way. So thank you for everything. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Alchemized Life. As always, all of the things that we mentioned inside of the episode you can find inside of the show notes, including links to our upcoming programs like the Academy of Breath, our 12-week breathwork and meditation certification program, and Breathwork, our six-week personal practice course. Both of those can be found at academyofbreath.org. And if you're interested in any of my upcoming business coaching programs like Proximity, my 12-month membership, which is essentially an all-access pass into every program, every course, and hot seat community coaching calls once a month, you can find that at avajohanna.com. And finally, if you enjoyed this week's episode, it would mean the world if you share it with a friend or tag us on your social media. Make sure to tag me at I am Ava Johanna. And if you've been listening to the show every Tuesday, it would be so appreciated if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and give the show a follow on Spotify. I truly am so grateful for all of your support and this amazing community that we've built since 2018. And I cannot wait to see you guys next week for another show.